If you want to increase in your life, use your gift. If you're looking for people to recognize you, use your gift. If you're looking to fulfill the will and purpose of God on this earth, use the gift that he, he gave you. If you're looking to bring impact, you want that when you leave this earth that people will remember you. People will uh, carry your name on. You want that after you leave this earth that it won't just be a few days for your funeral, people mourn and forget about you, then use your gift. Purposely choose to live a life full of your God-given purpose. Living on full means you accomplish everything God has destined for you to fulfill. Join us as we discuss everything concerning finding, understanding, and walking in your God-given purpose. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Living Purposefully Show. I'm your host, Flo. And it's your co-host, Dominique. Today is all about gifts, y'all. Gift, gift, gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're going to be getting real. We're going to be diving deep into that. If you haven't gotten the book yet, be sure, go ahead and get that book right now. Check the description box. Click on the link and get the book. After you watch this episode, go ahead and read the book. Um, there's going to be much more information in there from what is here. Uh, it's going to bless you. There's going to be some actionable steps that can help you mm -hmm. to understand your gift um, and all that good stuff. Right. All right. So get the book. <laughs> and remember, if the book has helped you, drop it below in the comments to encourage somebody else. Amen. Amen. Because the whole purpose of the book is just to make sure that the information that we're given here. Yes. You're able to apply it as mm -hmm. well. All right. So we're going to get into some kingdom principles as it relates to gifts. And real quick, Dom, there are five principles that I just want to lay out there. Five kingdom principles. Only the foundation real quick. Uh-huh. When it comes to gifts. Number one, your gift is supposed to glorify God and fulfill his purpose. Number two, gifts must be used. Number three, your gift will bring you before great men. Number four, everyone has a gift. Mm. And number five, your gift tells you who you are. So in the book, I'm going to really go into all of that. Right, right. We're not talking about all that today. But that's why y'all got to get the book. Uh -huh. I just want to lay those principles out because those are kingdom principles as it relates to your book. I mean, as it relates to your gift. But today I want to talk about what your gift can do for you. The beauty of it. The right? beauty of the gift. So I'm going to take y'all. This is, a, this is a verse that every, I don't want to say everybody knows. <laughs> if you're a believer, you've heard this verse before. And it's from Proverbs 18, verse 16. A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. What I want to point out from this verse Dom, is that it says the gift makes the way and ushers the giver. The verse is calling the person with the gift a giver. Yes. Which means your gift is supposed to be given. A lot of people, you may think that your gift is for you. You may think that your gift is, is all about you, that it's supposed to help you, but you don't realize your gift is supposed to be given. And that's why in Proverbs 18 verse 16, it's calling the person who has a gift in them a giver. Hmm. It didn't say a gift opens the way and ushers the person. It could have said usher him or her, I mean him, into the presence of the great. But the verse specifically says the giver. And that's because your gift must be given. Wow. And if you don't give that gift, if you don't give it out to people, you won't be able to find the opportunities 
in your life that you're looking for. You won't be able to find the opportunities that you will flourish in and do those things so naturally that you're not straining, you're not becoming so stressful, you're not hating to go to work because you're using your gift. You know what just came to me? Mm -hmm. There's so many people, and I'm pretty sure you've come across them as well, Mm -hmm. talented, Mm -hmm. talented, could draw like no other, can sing or whatever, and then they're just working like a, a nine to five that has no correlation to mm-hmm. what the gift that God has put inside of them to use it. Mm-hmm. And then you ask them why, and then it's just like, mm-hmm. who would care about it? Or like they're, they're timid or they're shy or there's some fear there. So they're not even using the gift at all to no capacity. In that right there, not only are you doing a disservice to the many people that God placed on this earth to receive your gift, because remember, your gift is meant to be given, so there's people supposed to receive this. You're doing a disservice to them and to yourself, Mm -hmm. because what your gift is going to provide for you is going to be much more than that nine to five. Um, I love nine to fives because they allow you to have stable income as you get to build yourself. I remember when I was working as a PA, Y'all, I was in that at that job building my gift <laughs> because I was still texting and coaching people, you know, on my break, still calling people, mentoring them. Um, I used to write sermons. Wow. <laughs> at work. <laughs> I got a revelation and my schedule was free. I didn't have any patience. And we were just sitting there. The office was empty. God would like literally speak to me and give me sermons to preach. And so I, that's why I like the nine to five. But so we're. Your nine to five is okay. Just make sure outside of the nine to yes. five, you go ahead and use your gift to do what you're meant to do because that's how you're going to find your true happiness. Amen. Otherwise, you're going to feel like you're just part of a system. Right. And some people, they look down on their gift, Dom. Um, okay, it's not that great because they're thinking about what impact the gift is having in their life, mm-hmm. but not realizing because your gift is supposed to be given, it won't impact you. Yes, you will get benefits from it as far as opportunities, money, you know, all that good stuff, recognition, but it, it won't impact your life because the gift is not for you. It's for other people. That's why they're called a giver. That's why they're called, you're called a giver and it's called a gift. So when you give it out, it can help someone else. That's why some people, they may have the gift of counseling, but they don't want to use the gift because they feel like my life is in shambles. How can I counsel someone else? But not realizing that you can never counsel yourself. A doctor can never heal himself. A surgeon, yeah, he could be so good, but you're going to have to close your office and go and go to another doctor to be able to treat you, to operate on you. And it's the same, same way with your gift. Your gift cannot help you in the same capacity that is going to help somebody else. Right. You may have certain information, certain revelations. You can try to apply those principles to you, but truly, you need someone else to use their gift on you. And that's why it says iron sharpens iron. Because if your gift could be used for you, you wouldn't need another iron to sharpen you. Right. But it's because you need another giver to come and give you their gift. That's why the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Yes. So one friend sharpens the countenance of another. Yes. And I want to even paint a biblical picture of how your gift brings you into the presence of the great. And that's what I love about the Bible because a lot of things that are in scripture, you see, you see the backup right there. Right. Um, there was a man named David, you know, he was a skillful warrior. He was one that God raised to be a king. But before he was even a king, the way that he got next to the king was because something that he was able to do well. 
And this is the thing about your gift. When you're gifted at something, you are able to do it well. well. You're not forcing and fighting to do this. Mm. Like the gift of speaking. I don't force to speak. I, I don't fight. Yes, I can try to take some speaking classes. I can refine it. But it's not something that I ever had to go learn to do. You don't learn to do your gift. You know how to do it and you do it well. Mm. And so it looks effortless. Effortlessly. And so David, who knows he's a you know, he's anointed and he knows how to play the heart. The king was suffering from a spirit that was tormenting him. And when the king was suffering, they said to the king, let us go find somebody. They're going to play some music. And in that music, the anointing in that music is going to set you free. Right? Wow. Y'all, that's not the exact words, okay? <laughs> I'm just putting it in story form. Go read the book. Go read the Bible. It's in, it's in, it's in 1 Samuel verse 16. I can go check it out. Um, so he said, look, in 1 Samuel 16, the king's servant said, we're going to get somebody to play some music for you and right. set you free. But here's key what they said. The king said, find me someone who plays well and bring him to me. If David was never using this, this ability that he had, if he was never doing this so skillful if he wasn't so skillful at it when the king was re requesting for someone they would have never thought of david mm. but because david has given this thing before people have seen him play and they've they've been set free themselves they found someone that was skillful at their work and they and that's why they requested david yes you see the reason why the servants were able to recommend david is because they themselves had an experience of him they heard of him people heard of him who has an experience with your gift you're asking, you're praying God to open up doors of opportunity for you to be able to, you want to see different things, do different things, meet different people. But who have you given your gift to? Who is someone that can recommend you that if they're in a certain room that they can recommend this person to do this thing? You're sitting down with all this uh, uh, ability inside of you. You're sitting down with all this value in you, but be because you're not giving it out to people, no one is able to recognize you. And you will find yourself wondering, okay, why is it that I don't have value? Why is it that I don't stand out? Why I don't feel like no one is looking to me. Mm. If you are asking yourself those questions, you don't feel like you're shining, chances are, Dom, that there's a gift in you that you are not, not using. Easy. Because once you start using that gift, people are going to look for you. They're going to request you because they have a need. And that's why God gave us this gift. It's something that you're born with. To be that people will come and look for you. That's why we don't chase money. And what happens when people come and come to look for you? Now God can be glorified. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. And while he's being glorified, what's so beautiful about it? It's only benefiting you. People are <laughs> going to come look for you to pay you. Oh, man. Versus you going to look for a nine to five for them to pay you what you don't deserve. Right. Try to break your back with a lot of hours. Not all employers, but a lot of employers will break your back with a lot of hours and not try to pay you what you deserve. And then, but if you use your gift, people yes. look for you to pay you. Wow. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with um, nine to fives like mm -hmm. at all. But what people do is like they get comfortable their flow mm -hmm. and then the gift is being suffocated. Mm suffocated that's why you got to be intentional and plot out your schedule look this is the time that i'm setting aside for myself so i don't get carried away and the beautiful thing about the gift when you're a child of god is that when you 
give this gift out to people because you're a giver. When you give it out, God backs this gift with his power. <laughs> That's he, that part right there. He backs it with anointing. He backs it with grace. Let me ask you something, right? Mm. What does it mean for your gift to be backed with anointing? How do you know or what's the difference with using the gift without anointing and using it like with the anointing of God? When I'm using my gift with the anointing, I'm going to just give an example. Yeah. When I was in grad school, when I was speaking, I was able to deliver my presentations well. But when I'm preaching, the words that I'm preaching, because now it is backed by the power of God, the words that I'm preaching, I'm speaking into people's spirits. Mm. And when they enter people's spirits, they are able to bring change. Yes. They are able to bring impact. Before I was just speaking, people were understanding. It's like, oh, yeah, she's good. She's good at speaking. But now when I speak, my words enter your spirit. They impact your spirit because my words are not just words now. Because I'm connected to God, because I'm a child of God, because God has called me, chosen me for, to serve his people. Jesus, when he was speaking to his disciples, he said, my words, they are spirit in life. Wow. So now because God is backing my gift of speaking, when I speak, I'm speaking spirit in life. Deep. So even people who are listening in on the on the this episode, the podcast right now, as they're listening to us, spirit in life, the spirit of God in life is entering them right now just by listening. Wow. And that's why we got to be very careful who we listen to. But we're not talking about that today. <laughs> but in relation to yes. my gift, and I'm gonna even show you biblically how does what happens when God backs this up. There was a man named Samson, and he, he had this extraordinary strength. It was a strength that wasn't common. When you read Judges 14, verse 6, it tells us, Judges 14, verse 6, it says, The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. But he neither told his father nor his mother what he had done. Key here, it says the spirit of the Lord came on him. Mm. It was after the spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him that he was able to tear, to tear a young goat with his bare hands. No one possesses a strength to be able to do that. But because his strength, it was a gift that was given by God to fulfill a specific purpose, he was able to do uncommon and unusual things. So anyone who would be looking, they're like, yo, how you did that? When you operate in your gift, people looking at you like, man, how you do that? Right. How you sing like that, man? You sung, and I felt that in my heart. I felt that in my soul. People would be like, man, I feel that in my soul. Um, you know, you'll write something. People like, wow, how, how did you put all of this so well? So true. So together so, so well. so true. Because it's a gift. Yes, and you know what people do when they don't realize that it's the backing of the Holy Spirit. It's a gift from God. Mm -hmm. They take the credit for the gift. Oh, I just did that. It's just something that I do. Mm. Not giving um, glory to the creator. You're right. You're right. And uh, and I don't want to tap into this too much because I know there's something else spicy you got coming on. But, you know, God giving us this gift for a specific purpose. So when you're not using this gift for yourself... I mean, when you're not using this gift and giving it out, you're doing a disservice to many people into his kingdom. Amen. All right. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another segment of Culture versus Christianity. It's your girl, Dominique. And today we're breaking down gifts. Right, Flo? So mm -hmm. I was thinking about gifts. And I'm like, how does this relate to the culture? What have I seen? So there's a video of MJ 
when he was in his prime. Mm. And he's literally like ascending on like, you know, this contraption or whatever it is, going high, high, high. And then out of nowhere, um, like a fan just is like, it just jumps on him and is hugging him. So mind you, MJ is going up, like mm -hmm. in the stadium, wherever they at, he's going up, mm -hmm. right? He's, he got on his safety equipment, everything is fine with him. The fan was so enamored by him in awe of the gift mm -hmm. that MJ possessed that they didn't care, life or death or whatever, they just wanted to be near him, mm -hmm. right? So what does that tell me? That the gift, as powerful as it is, is mm -hmm. not for ourselves. You understand? Mm -hmm. MJ was using his gift to give to people, mm -hmm. but the question that I have now, and we're gonna, this is how it turns back to Christianity, who was MJ glorifying with his gift, mm -hmm. right? The people, they, they felt something, right, tremendously when MJ would sing, when he would dance or whatever, but how was it changing their lives? How was it breaking yokes? How was it mm. destroying chains? Like how? Like what was coming of it? Right? Ima imagine if that was used to, like David, right, to set people free. Right. Imagine all those people who were coming to this, his concerts. Imagine how much deliverance would have taken place. That's what I'm saying. Wow. And First Corinthians ten thirty one it says what. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So with our gifts, especially in the society that we're living in, and Hollywood is so popular, you see your favorite artists and you want to be like them and they're using their gifts and you're seeing them travel here, there, and everywhere, and it looks like they're, they're, like they're having fun. But if their gift is not glorifying God, you have to ask what else is it glorifying, right? The world that we're living in is a natural world and it's a spiritual one mm -hmm. as well too. And if you're not glorify, glorifying God intentionally, mm -hmm. you are glorifying the enemy, mm. whether it be intentionally or unintentionally right. with your gift. That's the right. gift that we have, like it says, we are the giver. Right. And as freely as God has given to us, we must give back to other people My as God. well, too. So the gift that you have for speaking, look at what you're doing right now. It's, it's you're giving it back to society and those that need to hear it the most. And freedom is going to come because you're using the gift mm -hmm. to glorify God. Right. To glorify what God has to, to bring glory to God and using it to help others with what God has given you. But if we just have our gift and we make the gift about self, mm -hmm. we make the gift about fame, popularity, fortune. You can have so much like influence, mm -hmm. right? But no impact. No impact. And there's a such thing as a godly influence and a demonic one as well, too. Mm -hmm. And we have to become aware of that. A lot of the artists that we see, a lot of the celebrities that we see, they're not using their gifts to glorify God in mm -hmm. any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Any way, shape, or form. And, and ultimately, God is looking to have his purpose and his plan Fulfilled here on earth. Exactly. And that's why we're given these gifts. Exactly. And and this is a, a, a common misconception. Once you're a, a believer, a child of God, people tend to focus only on spiritual gifts. They tend to focus only on the gifts that, that is, could be seen mm -hmm. in the church, as in like preaching or being yes. a musician. Not knowing that there are so much things behind the scenes. Look, the media team right now, you see, a few years ago, people were not giving too much credit to people who were versed with creativity. But right now, people who have that gift of creativity, they're able to bring the word of God. They're able to bring the gospel to people that would have never received it before. Because now people with the gift of creativity, you're able to package this thing in a special way. I'm trying to tell you, and I really feel like like the like you said, the people that are creative, they've been overlooked for so long. <sighs> and God is the ultimate creator of the Ooh. universe. You know, so people that are creative, that's a characteristic 
of Christ. My God. You understand? The things that these people mine, like have been blessed to do, to think of, to create, it, mm. it, it changes the tone. Mm -hmm. So even as a creative person that is caught up in the, the, the culture of this world, the system of this world, mm -hmm. I want to encourage you to use your gift mm -hmm. for God. If you're an artist and you can paint, you can sing, you can draw, whatever it is, use your giftings. A photographer, use your gift to bring glory to God's name. See, me personally, I'm a photographer. And it wasn't until I started using my gift in my local church that I started to see a shift in it, that it started to go to a different dimension. <laughs> It started to take a different form. Mm -hmm. You understand? And it started to touch people. People were just touched by the images. This is not me saying a word. This is not me sharing a Bible verse. People are just looking at the images of someone crying My God. during worship. Mm. And they're touched. And we give glory to God because when I first started using, when I first started coming to church and I just joined the media team to use the gift of photography to you know help my local church i wasn't thinking too much about it but if i compare the pictures that i took even three years ago to the ones that i'm taking now as i've used the gift god has given me more as i've used the gift the images have power mm. so whatever gift that god has given you i don't care how small you think it is in your mind it's worth using and it helps other people mm -hmm. we cannot think about ourselves we cannot think about how we want to be recognized and the fame and the fortune the bible says seek first the kingdom of god and then everything else shall be added to you so as you're doing what you're supposed to do god is always going to do what he said he gonna do for you. Hallelujah. Word of encouragement for today is from Luke 6, verse 38. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you give back. As we were discussing in, in earlier, you are supposed to give your gift. And this verse is telling us that the more that you give this gift is the more that you will receive. The Bible says that you will receive in full. The return that you're going to get is in full. Y'all understand what I'm saying? God is giving you something that when you give it unto people, you will return you will have a return that is in full. So anyone that is watching today, anyone that listened to the podcast, we're encouraging you to get out and use the gift that God has given you. If you want to increase in your life, use your gift. If you're looking for people to recognize you, use your gift. If you're looking to fulfill the will and purpose of God on this earth, use the gift that he, he gave you. If you're looking to bring impact, you want that when you leave this earth that people will remember you. People will uh, carry your name on. You want that after you leave this earth that it won't just be a few days for your funeral people mourn and forget about you then use your gift because your gift will leave back things that you could never do your gift will enter people's lives and they will multiply what you have placed into them because remember your gift is to be given and the person that is receiving your gift there's something there's a transformation happening in them there's something that is happening in their life that they're going to pass on to other people and without you realizing you're going to impact and influence so much people that you never intended to do so but it all starts by using your gift. If you are in a place where you are struggling financially, use your gift. God has given you something that is supposed to bring money to you, to make people come and look for you, to pay you. So why not use this thing? Why not use the thing that you do well and naturally? And it will ultimately glorify the kingdom of God. It's your girl Flo. Every Sunday is after five. Thank you for watching today. Peace.